kayfabe, but you want to do tonight. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world and make Welcome to the Trusted Source. My name is Ashley. And I'm Trustly. And we are your host on this journey to enlightenment. The Trusted Source is about life lessons, uncommonly common knowledge, and the reality of the world today. Every episode, we delve into the six dimensions and navigate the myths and facts of life. Life lessons? Check. Reality of the world we live in today? Check. Uncommonly common knowledge? Wait, wait what? Anyway, kick it with us. We are masters of the arts, but we know some stuff. You didn't have to dumb down what I said. Common knowledge is not all that common. And throughout this, I may seem like a know-it-all, but I promise you I'm not. I'm learning every day, and I'm sharing it with you. And that's the point of the six dimensions, to learn every day. And I love that, but you are kind of a know-it-all. Whatever. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I can't fucking breathe. Alright. That's what we're gonna start with. You don't have to look at me like that. I'm so offended. I'm just saying. Welcome back to the Trusted Source. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Y'all hear this congestion? I hate allergy season. Allergy season is like, for me, eight times a year. When I get allergy season for you is year round. Yeah, but it's nonstop. The fullness is like every season change and and when the season sets in. So it's like okay, <laughs> when it's crossing over from summer to fall, and when it's finally fall. I don't love that for you. Oh yeah, I hate it. That I was fun. Hate Hi, it. Leah. Hey, how are y'all today? Wonderful. How are you? I'm pretty good, thank you. Y'all, our artist is in the building. She's here in the flesh. <laughs> well, not the flesh, flesh, but I see her, so we're gonna call that flesh. Our artist, like, like we don't own her. But. Hey, I said what I said. All right, well, she's our artist. She did the cover art for the trusted source. Yes, yes. That's not the only thing she's responsible for, though. She is also a jewelry, graphite, and acrylic portrait artist. She's an Etsy shop owner. Leah Parks. Uh, 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 uh. The sound effects are coming. I said they can't see you. Okay. Right. I do my dance. I did my dance when I said, uh, uh. What's that song? Um, I don't know. Mm, 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 do mm, my dance mm, on that day. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. Bro, oh my God, bro. Oh. Hell no, man. What the fuck, man? Wow. I'm not doing no dance on the day. That's All right. right, we're going to No more music. No more music. Take the music away. But <laughs> well, thanks for inviting me, y'all. I appreciate it. We appreciate you joining us. Anything else you want to add about yourself? Go, go ahead, and then we'll drop on little social media tags later. Um. Well, I guess I can... Well, I mean, I'm an artist. Um, I'm originally from Greenville, South Carolina, and currently um, um, I live in Alabama. Um, yeah, art has always been a passion, but, um, you know, I didn't really, really get into it again until um, my late 20s and you know, early 30s now. But um, I did. I went to Leonard University as where I met Trust, and um, I was an art major there. And um, yeah, it took me some time to really get into my craft and find the time and the confidence to be able to create without second guessing myself so much. So I feel like I'm on a good path now. I love that for you. Yeah, confidence and time, time, wow, time. A lot of people don't, people make time for what they care about, I believe. 
but um, for you to make time for something that you truly are passionate about speaks volumes. I said that word right? You did. I would say volume. Mm. I love your earrings. I'm working on it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I always see them on my timeline. I'm like, these are so cute. Very creative earrings. Thank you. Apple, pizzas. <laughs> the boba tea was my happy place. My favorite one at first was <laughs> the lemons because it was so perfect. I was like, that is a perfect lemon. Like, it's like, I guess I used to cater. So like you slice a perfect lemon. You you're like, yeah, that is a good look, man. But then I saw the, it's Halloween season. So the Hocus Pocus ones came up and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think that's a pin. Is that a pin or earrings? It's a pin, it's a pin. yeah. Okay, so she does pins, earrings, podcast art, wall art. Man, um, is there anything else I'm missing? Um, well, I, I'm getting back into portraits again. Well, I've been doing portraits, but like, um, I haven't been like using acrylics, but I'm getting back into acrylic portrait painting again. So I'm excited about that. But um, yep, I'm portrait um, acrylic artist, you know, portrait painter, and also a graphite um, portrait um drawing so it's really dope you paint shoes too oh yeah (laughs) paint shoes whatever you name it ship her a laptop she'll put some dope art on it ship it right back um whatever you need she do for you she do for you like to experiment yeah you did a great job shit i'm watching a video now it's it's amazing the octopus on one and the sink on the other is that what they asked for or was that just your design um, so I just shoes? put out. Oh, um, well, I have some old shoes, um, and um, well, those are the shoes I painted. Have been in my closet for a while, so I asked um, some of my followers to give me some suggestions on what I should put on them. So um, Snake and um, Octopus ended up being the top choice. So I put, I did one on one shoe and the, um, you know, one on the other. That came out absolutely great. Thank you. <laughs> Professional, professional in the making. Already professional. Just keep speaking. It's gonna happen. Thank Bringing you. in. Well, I think the definition of professional is getting paid for. It, so she's. Oh yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. That's the difference between amateur and professional. Change what I said. Top notch professional. Top notch pulling in thirty grand. Pulling in thirty grand for small things in no time. Thirty grand. Love that for you. Um. All right. Let's let's get into the question segments. Actually, this isn't. This is pretty good. Only five minutes before we get into the questions. Usually it's like 10, 15. We can rant for a while. Yeah, we be talking. For real, for real. <laughs> so. I'm like, yeah, so what car do you drive? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, shit. I'm not Sorry I, that. so you read the first one. Neither am I. Um, but, all right. Talk about that later. That's funny. So, I, I feel like I got to be the one to ask this. So. But what are your inspirations on like on one day do you just wake up like I'm about to show everyone my mad skills I'm just I'm dopeness or do you like what inspires you really um I feel like lately um it could be music it could just be something I see on my timeline um I like watching a lot of horror I'm like a huge uh, horror fan so I watch a lot of horror movies and it's perfect for the um you know holiday uh, season Halloween's my favorite holiday but um I don't know. It's really strange. Like um, some days I'll feel like I can just do anything and I'll stay up all night and just draw different things, paint different things. And some days I'm just like, I just can't do it. Um, you know, I try to push through it. Cause, you know, it, it is um, it's something I'm passionate about. But I think I can really tell the difference between um, the days where I feel extremely inspired and I don't want to stop what I'm doing. Um, in the days where it's just like, it's a, you know, a struggle for me. But um, 
it's nice having Instagram and being able to have like people who are willing to speak to me and tell me, hey, I would be interested in seeing you create um, something different. I had someone um, recently messaged me and um, just sent me um, a photo of Beyonce and she was just like, I would love for you to do that. You know, mm. I think this is a really cool photo for you to create. So, I mean, you know, I do get a lot of um, inspiration from other people too, just um, constantly motivating me to keep going. So that helps. <laughs> Okay, this they isn't are. a real question question, but what's your favorite horror movie? Oh my gosh. Oh, so man, many. there's so many. Um, I love Donnie Darko. That's probably one of my faves. Um, Pan's Labyrinth. That's a really good movie. Oh, gosh. Are you a horror um, movie? I don't know. Neither one yeah, of I heard of Paris <laughs> Labyrinth before. The first one, I was like, okay, what? Huh? Then the second one, I was like, okay, I'll I'm getting warmer. Halloween. Haven't seen it. That heard of it. Um, but the first one, I never even heard of. So what's Freddy the first Cougar. one? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Donnie Darko. I don't want to say it's one of his first films, but one of the first films that I recognize from, um, gosh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's really, I don't know. I guess you could... I call it horror because it's like to me it has some creepy things going in into it. It's like a thriller um, and stuff. Yeah, I count all those in the same like yeah, anything scared thriller horror. <laughs> anything that yeah. makes you jump that's horror. And mm-hmm. that's, that's in the category yes. like the umbrella of horror. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think horror breaks down into many different things. But it's crazy because Halloween is my favorite holiday, but I am so pussy when it comes to horror movies. Like, I can handle killers, like murderers, you know, like things that I can put hands on. But I cannot handle paranormal because I can't fight a ghost. Like, so, Paranormal Activity up. was the first movie that scared me ever. I'm telling you. And to this day, the only one that scared me. Like, I, now I'm like, I'm not scared of it now, but when I first saw it, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I slept two, I know, right? two, three hours a night for like a week. Like, I was like, yo, this is. You know what's crazy? When Paranormal Activity came out, I lived 15 minutes from, Calib- uh, from uh, Carlsbad. That's where that movie was. Oh, wow. Nah, like, good. I lived in Oceanside, California. Carlsbad's like the next town over. Yeah, I'm good over And I didn't know that at first, so it terrified me even fucking more. Because I have been in Carlsbad, plenty of times I have friends who lived in Carlsbad. You know, like, mm -mm, I ain't like that. I didn't like that knowledge. My favorite thriller? Like, we talking thrillers, like horror. Have you ever seen Perfect Stranger? Anything at all? No? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Amazing movie. Halle Berry and uh, Bruce Willis. Mm. Sounds like a fire combo. Oh, it is. It's a great, it's a great, great movie, and you don't figure it out till the end and then another twist happens at the end and then it's like oh, wow and yeah so you gotta watch it back to your actual question though for <laughs> your inspiration i like i think that's dope for you that you get inspiration from so many different places you know because we talk a lot about inspiration and like motivation and stuff on here especially because it's something i personally like, struggle with i talk about that damn near every episode but I love when people bring up, like, some days you just don't feel like fucking doing it, and that's okay, too. You know, like, it, your passion doesn't have to be an everyday, all-day thing. It's just your passion. It's just what makes you happy, and you do it when you fucking feel like it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I've been um, really trying to focus into, like, um, you know, my mental health and being more um, forgiving to myself. Like, I used to beat myself up when I couldn't do it. I used to be like, you know, Leo, what's wrong? Why can't you do this? You know, I, I was very um, hard on myself when it came to me producing things. But now I feel like, you know, the older I've gotten, I can give myself some grace. Like, okay, Leo, you know, today 
you're not feeling so great, like listen to yourself. Okay, you got tomorrow, and if tomorrow's not that great, then you know. But there is a certain part of me as well, since I do have a shop, I try to get stuff done as soon as possible because I know how I am. Like when I order something, I'm like, oh, I want that to be in the mail like tomorrow, you know? Yeah, but yeah. it does take time. <laughs> I do put that pressure on myself because I do want, um, you know, my customers receive, um, you know, what they purchased from me in a timely manner. So I, I do make sure I'm on top of that. But at the same time, I, I tap into um, myself as well and give myself some grace. And That's top notch. Grace is a beautiful word. Give yourself grace. Especially because, like, with, you know, you are a shop owner, I feel like if you give yourself grace in your policies, like, if you set the proper expectations with your customer, then you don't feel as pressure all the time. Because, like, you're creating stuff by hand that takes more time than mass produce. Like, we, and I, I get it, like, we're in a generation where everything happens fast. Amazon will get your shit to you the same day. But if you're buying something <laughs> handmade, <laughs> you're buying something that requires somebody's time and energy and shit like that, the give them some fucking time. Get that custom. Give them some time. You know? Don't be, don't message them the next day like, have you started my shit yet? Like, I know you got people who do that. I know you do. I've been so fortunate so far. I'm like, I'm bracing myself for that because nobody's perfect. So I'm bracing myself for, you know, in the future, I know that I'm going to have a, a customer who probably won't be too happy with me. But so far, I've been lucky. Um, may, yeah, so, so far, you know, fingers you crossed. You are good work, though. Thank you. Like, you really do. <laughs> I, um, I knew nothing about you until Trust showed me the, you know, our cover art which he had already had prior to me getting on board with this podcast. So like, and then I've I followed your Instagram ever since. And you really do, like those earrings are so, y'all, please go follow her on IG and look at these earrings. Please. They're dope. I appreciate it. Buy you some. <laughs> the next time she comes out with some. Art by Leah Parks. We'll spell that out. A-R-T-B-Y-L-E-A-H-P-A-R-K-S. Art also by Leah notes. Parks. Yeah, it will be in the show notes, and we will say she will say it herself at the end. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Very, very good work. Very good work. I support it. It's in every episode we have. It's in the middle. It's right before we have our segment. So, and I definitely try to spread the word, reach out, and purchase some earrings soon. Straight up. As well as get some dice done. Finally. Oh, we're getting dice? I, I, yes, I got the. I finally got the dice out of storage. So all I gotta do is, after we'll figure, we'll uh, exchange information. I gotta ship you those dice, and then you can do the actual art on on the six sides, so we can actually have actual dice other than the numbers. Moving on up. All right. All right. So, um, my question is: Art, as we know, has no fixed form of expression or the way you can express it. So, what would you say your art gives life to in your own image? Like, what drives your vision of things? What's your definition of art, or your form of your form of art? Mm, well, I love I love pretty things. So, I um I think what got me into um I used to work at the library, and there's this book called Shrink, Shrink, Shrunk. I'm not sure by the author, but um when I saw that book, I was like, oh man, Shrinky Dinks. I don't know if you ever used Shrinky Dinks before, but that was a kid. Like when I was a kid, I used to love playing with yes. those, and I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was like um you know you could actually make adults like um pieces well adult pieces i mean I'm sh- i can make um earrings for children as well but i didn't realize as an adult i could use that medium as a way for me to um create you know um 
jewelry. So um, that inspired me to just play around. I love um, like funky things. I love to think outside of the box. Um, you know, I write notes down, like whenever I'm thinking of something, I'm like, oh, maybe I can try that. Now, a lot of the things I have, I have a lot, like a huge bucket, um, like a tackle box with things that just didn't work out for me. But that's an inspiration for me too. you know, I don't throw anything away. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can recycle it. But um, I do also, um, I have um, like a personal account in which I um, do figure drawing and figure drawing for me in the human form has always been something that's been special to me. Um, so that's another thing I, I think I haven't really been posting anything with that, but I feel like that's like a personal thing for me, you know, outside of like the business aspect on my, um, business account, um, having the time to actually, you know, um, use, um, you know, my passion as far as like the drawing of the human form on my own that like, I think that kind of recuse me too. So, yeah. That's dope. I love that you don't throw things away. I too am a hoarder. Got a, it's got another Smart purpose. Hoarder. Smart got hoarder. another purpose. Smart hoarder. Yeah. I, I repurpose the fuck out of shit. Yeah, you repurpose it. That's fine. You're not a bad hoarder. You just stalk it away, you know? I do. My, uh, there's She's this, like, like running joke. Well, I don't think hoard. Like, I know hoarding, the, like, the definition we think of has a super negative connotation. Yeah. But I don't think all hoarding is bad. No. Case in point, my car. I have this saying when it comes to my car, always pack it, never lack it. <laughs> always got what you need in my vehicle. Like always, always. Packing, never, lacking. never lacking. Like if you need it, it's there. We can survive the apocalypse off of Tommy the Toyota. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's the meds. But, oh, it is. That was I funny. drugged up, though, but not in like a fun way. Drugged up. <laughs> Oh, of cold and sinus That'd medication but yeah i love that oh thank you and it is good to be prepared i mean growing up my mom used to always say make sure you have things in your car just in case you never know um you know what could happen i mean hopefully nothing would happen but at least if you have something in your car that you need you got it good to go yeah yeah <laughs> um, it, it's crazy so we have a uh, that, that happened today having things in your car we went to play basketball today it was five of us and it's a group chat of seven people. Seven. Two people had jumper cables in their car. Neither were coming to the gym, though. Damn. Talk oh, no. about, so five out of seven did not. That, that's crazy. That's, I'm buying like jumper cables. I'm lacking. buying jumper cables tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm like, that. wow, that's all Might right. have an extra pair. Hmm? Might have an extra pair. Let's figure that out. Let's, Let's get that. Let's See, community. Tell you. Take care of each other. <laughs> Very important. How the hell y'all have no fucking jumper cables? I just that really just settled in. And I know I, I said it was bad. <laughs> Five out of seven. What the fuck? Like you're supposed to have jumper cables, a jack, and a spare tire in your car, bro. Yo, there's this kit. I uh, so this is like a. I don't know, Leah, if you have one in your car, but I have a. It's called Just in Case. It Just comes in with, case. I, don't sing that right. All right, right. Anyway, it's um y'all couldn't see my facial expression, but the way I just side-eyed him. That's there. The <laughs> um it comes with like jumper cables, and this is my favorite part, a air pressure like tire thing. So you plug mm, it into your mm -hmm. car charger. 
and you it, it reaches all four tires from your car charger and you can add air to your car yeah. and it literally like when you stick it in it shows you where it is so where it stops is like what the tire pressure is at now so it's also a way to check your mm-hmm. tire pressure without having that uh, like an additional tool and then you mm-hmm. just touch the button and fucking wait until it gets to the tire pressure you want it at and you pull it out and you're done like it's so easy so quick to use but i know there's like this running joke with women about how our tire pressures are always fucked up one's at 30 one's at six and i feel <laughs> like it's because a going and doing that shit is like overwhelming at the gas station for it me is. personally like i i get cat called a lot at the gas station so like i just don't even want to get out and do shit that's gonna that's gonna prompt a man to come over and ask me do i need some fucking help like <laughs> i don't your like that ass. But yeah. any cat callers, your ass. Straight up. But yeah, it has like um fucking a vest, a flashlight that you put on your head, them damn cones for if you're in the middle of the night oh, yeah, to yeah. like set up. It has all, it was like twenty five dollars for all that shit. Get wow. you one if you don't Car have value it. Pack. I know they range from like twenty five to sixty, but I feel like even sixty dollars is worth that. That's the yeah, that's a it's quarter. Worth the investment. That's a quarter, mm-hmm. right? It really is. You could buy a quarter of weed. You could buy you a just-in-case bag. I like how you compare that to to, to, to my line of yeah. thinking. Uh-huh. My happy all place, right. too. I compare all <laughs> things to weed when it's time to make a purchase. Two weeks of gas, basically, <laughs> or, or, or a week of gas is going to last in your car forever. $60 is a week of gas for You don't me. know where people driving. Ooh. I said two weeks at first, and then I was like, well, some people, like, they like... You only spending how much? Yeah, I do spend like I spend about a week. Yeah, about fifty, sixty. I do drive to Tampa on the weekend. I drive to Brandon yeah. quite frequently. Mm. Yeah, twenty-five dollars. DoorDash. You DoorDash? Well, I don't DoorDash, but we use the same car. So oh. anyway, <laughs> it's a lot of gas on a car. <laughs> I guess so. I don't. Do, do you, anybody door? Do, Leah, do you ever DoorDash, Instacart, or do any of that stuff? Do I do any of that? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. No, I'm a businesswoman. I don't I don't have time. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> well, I mean I could do it, but we live in like a small town. Like uh, we do have we're starting to get those types of services. So we have them now, but like it's yeah, not like it's, a super. Yeah, when well, you said um in the message No, it's very tiny. You stay in enterprise. I was like, you stay you stay at the you stay at the, the corporation? Like that's weird. They say you stay in Alabama. Oh, Alabama. I was like, oh, Enterprise Alabama. I heard of that. So do you have family from there? Like, how'd you get there? So my husband, he's in the military. So uh, that's the only reason why we're here. <laughs> the only reason. Um, so, yeah, we were pretty much forced to come here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, you know. My dad's a Marine. <laughs> I get that. Is he? Yeah. Ugh. So you're um so you got to travel all over the world? Not the world necessarily because by the time I lived with my dad, he was in the later half of his career where you kind of get it's absolutely no control. So I don't want to say get control over, but it's um you get more like influence in where you go. You get more of a say on where you end up in a sense. They can still do whatever the fuck they want. Y'all, if you like if you join the military, I just want to let you know how much you are 100% relinquishing all rights to your life. You have no say. You go to jail to for government. not going to work. Imagine yep. getting up and wanting to call in sick. 
and if you if your if your CEO or whoever like your command says no, you have to go, like or you will go to jail. Just want to put that into perspective. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't personally. For me, I couldn't. I couldn't enlist. That wouldn't be something for me. I am married to a military man, but um, the sacrifices he has to make, I would not be able to make. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I met my husband <laughs> when we were in college, and. Well, and we were on and off for years, but um, I don't know if it was outside of that. I don't know if I would have been married to a military man, you know, but um, yeah, but he's special. So it's definitely <laughs> a lot. Like we talk yeah. about, you know, I know a lot of mil- people in the military. I know a lot of military spouses. A lot of people didn't know what they were getting themselves into. A lot of oh, people yeah. didn't full, like don't fully understand it. And I really believe outside of like, you know, the stereotypes of cheating and shit and like domestic violence in the military, that that's the main reason military marriages have a higher percentage of divorce is because people don't know what the fuck they're getting themselves into. So like Very you do true. it and it's like, damn, I like my husband came home today and said, I'm going in the field for three days. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, and you, and it's not, they're not making a choice. They have to do it, you know? So it's just like, you're yeah. lonely. You're very dependent on their MOS, which is their job for some branches. Um, it's very lonely. Like, you don't see much of them. Yeah. You know? Not front in the military. It was, was kind of sad. Kind of grow distant without, like, trying to. But, yeah. like, we, I still, I'm still friends with both of them, but still the distance we could have been closer had you know military not moving them around over and over and then when they're home i'm not home because i'm in college so or i gotta make moves to go there i don't know i i think that's more that's i still think that's a personal choice though because i um my i was a military brat me and my best friend have been friends since we were 13. my friend just Mm -hmm. the one that you met last week last time we recorded we've been friends since we were 11. we literally lived in the same town for one year before I moved and in the t- entirety of our lives we've probably been in each other's face since then three or four times yeah but that's my dog <laughs> like you know <laughs> yeah but yeah we got way off track I don't know how the fuck we got way over here me that's how cause this is what we do this, we said this we, we just ramp we'll go off a rampage and we'll fall off a cliff land on another ramp and just keep riding there's something for everybody in trusted source <laughs> <laughs> so, me. forgot my question. Here we go. So, if you look on, just this something on the own. Yeah, I'm just gonna win the question. You are big on equality, so not just of any one particular side of it. So, explain why you are so big on the equality that you are big on, whether it be Black Lives Matter, was it transgender, um, L. And then another LGBTQ community, like it was two separate entities, but even though, yeah. But can you explain that? Like what drives you for equality? I figured. Well, I can say mainly like the way I was raised. I, um, I mean, my mom's always taught me and my sister, you know, don't judge people. I mean, it's we all judge, okay? Like that's just something we do, but um, I think her words have really influenced me throughout my life and understanding, I guess, putting my empathy also like 
putting myself and realizing the struggles I've gone through as a black woman and realizing me being othered, me being, you know, missing opportunities, me feeling like I didn't fit in um, because people put me in a box and made me feel like I couldn't do certain things. I think the fact that I can empathize with people who are marginalized, who are being treated, I mean, even um, black trans women are being targeted more than anyone else and being killed. I mean, a lot of this stuff just doesn't make sense. And I think if we got into a point where we can understand each other and empathize and realize why are we, why are we treating people the way we're treating them? I mean, you know, I think especially, I mean, it goes deeper than that. I mean, I just feel like within our communities, the communities who understand how hard it is and how so many things are stacked against us, um, I feel like it's important to be an ally, um, especially to those who are really going through it. I mean, we're Black people in general are going through, we have our um, what we're going through, but I just, um, as a Black woman, as someone who's seen it, as someone who's hurt by it, um, to empathize with those who are also going through certain things, I um, I think that's what my push is for equality. I love that. I am, um, I, I, this quote lives in my mind rent-free, and it basically says, why would like for people who say being gay is a choice or you know like that they they don't respect the choice or the lifestyle or whatever you talked about marginalized communities and in case somebody doesn't know what that means it's basically other like you you are the minority you're a small group you know you experience discrimination that type of thing so why would you choose to be black and gay that's a double negative that was in society's terms that's pretty much the quote and it was just like I already, you said as a black woman, you already experience the effects of being marginalized. So if I'm black and gay, or I'm black and trans, or I'm black and disabled and trans, or I'm black, and I'm like all these things, the more I, I deviate away from society, the more marginalized I am become. You think people are just waking up and signing up for a harder fucking life? You think like I just wake uh-huh. up one day and I'm like, hey, I want to experience, I want to get fuck 10 ways to sideways by every type of community that isn't you know or just just by society in general that does that make sense to y'all like for people who really in their spirit believe being these lifestyles are a choice Mm -hmm. would you want to do that would you want to wake up and just like like you're especially things like sexuality or equality like just let people live their lives (laughs) absolutely yeah nobody is trying to poison your children nobody wants your children to be gay people just want gay Uh children to not kill themselves people want gay children to feel safe people want trans children to feel not like weirdos or all these emotions that they feel that's what equality is working for that's what all these the, the what the alphabet community as y'all like to call them that is what they're working towards they're working towards i was like what's that alpha oh okay all right not the word exactly got you, got you, got you. <laughs> they want to feel safe they want to feel <laughs> safe that's it it's fucking yeah. it and it's frustrating too when you see like with black lives matter i mean not necessarily like the group but when you see you know, um, people who are part of the um, LGBTQ plus community showing up to um, these marches, showing up, you know, um, doing all the work. But then it's just like, okay, thank you for showing up. But now you're still, we still don't think that you're a actual person. We still like, you know, we still don't think you're. You should have rights. 
Yes, exactly. I'm showing up. I'm black. You know, um, I mean, speaking from like the people who are actually showing up, who um, who do understand. I mean, you know, we're black and understanding all this. But it's just like, even though you're showing up, you're putting in the work, you're still like, oh, I'm still not good enough because I am gay or I am trans or, you know, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's just like, why are you we're all going through, why can't we just come together and understand each other um, as a group of people who understand that we're struggling, you know? Like, well, we know we're fighting the same fight. Why exclude other people and put them in that category? I don't know. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just, uh, coming from a place of love, I just, I just want people to be loved and to be happy and live their lives the way they should live it and not have to be scared. Because I don't want to be scared. I want to be happy. I want to feel comfortable enough to do things on my own without people staring at me or feeling like I'm going to steal something, you know? So I want other people to feel like that. Yeah. yeah. I love how your like energy for it really is rated E for everybody. Like you got the Navajo Water Project, the Trans Justice Funding Project, Center of Black Equ- Equity. Like, it's, <laughs> support, people support, don't even support. know what the fuck going on with the Navajo Water Project, you know? Like, so... I don't know. I love that. You're dope. No, thank you. <laughs> I just want people to be happy. So, I mean, if there's anything I can do, uh, happy and safe. And I just, I don't know. I just want people to be okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, right. and, yeah. That's such a, like, a wholesome motive for it, you know? Just, you know, so happy. <laughs> thank love you. spirit. It's just <laughs> big world peace energy, but, like, with uh, action behind it. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Which is what a lot of people be lacking is the action part. Actually, like speaking up for it and then making it accessible, which you do. So it's cool. Well, thank you. I try. <laughs> you for do. Real for real. You, you do. You don't just try, sweetheart. You succeed. You do. Oh, well, thank you. And so, y'all, y'all are doing great things. I mean, y'all make me feel so comfortable. I was really nervous before I came on here. But I'm, I'm so happy we can do that make, make you feel comfortable. Good, because <laughs> I, um, I had, it just went away. I'm going to move on. Maybe drift, it'll come back. Drift, drift. I have this, like, I, I have the, I, my joke is I have a tension span of a squirrel, but it shouldn't <laughs> really just be there. And Should then it just, like, wafts into the distance and I can't. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like dogs have shorter attention. <laughs> I don't know. Squirrels seem... Nah, squirrels have short attention. Yeah. <laughs> but but if you wouldn't mind, would you mind telling us about the Center for Black Equity and how they come about and the overall message that's being driven home? So, um, I honestly, I couldn't really elaborate on what it is. I clicked on their site and saw, like, what they stood for mm-hmm. and I just decided to add that and also donate to it okay. um so I honestly I don't want to be a, a speaker for them because I'm not 100% sure like exactly what they do and how they actually reach out into the community so I don't want to elaborate on that but I can say what they are doing from what I see I want to support it um but yeah, so I don't okay, want I, to... Okay, you, if you can't speak for them, which I understand and I respect, then what mm-hmm. about them made you want to donate and support them to the point where you put them on your link tree? I guess... Well, I felt like they were... Oh, okay, so I, um, I just felt like aligning with what I feel about trying to get to a point where everybody is treated the way they should be in our society and having that support, having a group in which people can be safe and you know, the kid feels safe enough to 
get the resources that they need um, from a group that understands where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, when I read uh, what they stood for, I felt like I could be like some sort of a part of it, even though I'm not a part of that group. Um, Donating to it is being a part of it, though. Okay. That's what I say, because that's important. (laughs) They need funds. Oh, yeah. You are a part of it. Yes, yes, yes. So then I wanted to put it on the link tree. So I was just like, well, maybe someone else could donate with the Navajo Project. I was just like, well, you know, maybe someone else can donate if I put it in my link tree. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, Ooh. I guess in any way that I can just put something out there and I don't know, other people see it, and I'll just put it down. If you, um, I don't know if you ever thought about this, and you know how I have to take this idea. But <laughs> running specials for people who show you they donated to projects you care about, mm-hmm. like so, That'd doing, be awesome. doing a, like creating a discount code for your own Etsy shop, like hey, if you donate, now, and it doesn't have to be a specific amount, but just like if you donate anything, you get what five percent off, ten percent. I don't know, just something, whatever you decide to do. Mm-hmm. But or a giveaway, like if you, you know, if you donate, I'll put your name in a hat, and then you get this thing because I know I've seen you do giveaways and stuff before, so mm-hmm. that'd be dope. Yeah, I think so too. Um, that's a good idea. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah, that's an awesome idea. I should move forward with that. Because it is important to give back. And I know a lot of us can't give. I mean, you know, this is a really desperate time. This is this has been a struggle the last, uh, what is it, like year and a half, almost two years now yeah, of the pandemic. So I understand like, you know, a lot of us, I, I think even if we can't give just knowing uh, or trying to get a better understanding of what other people are going through um, is important. So even if they can't donate to the groups that I have put down, um, you know, on my link tree, I mean, just reading it and understanding that people are, there are organizations out there who are willing to help. And even, you know, it, maybe someone who is struggling or who um, is part of that community can know, hey, this is also a resource. You can click on it um, and maybe get something out of it, I guess. But, um, you can get yeah. community out of stuff like that because they do have, you know, email lists or just Facebook groups. Like if you find so many like companies or just things have Facebook groups <laughs> that you can uh-huh. be a part of. And I have found I have made genuine like real life in person friends that I met uh-huh. through a Facebook group. So community is very important. Like she just said, like uh-huh. even if you can't physically donate, if you have to be if you're going if you happen to be going through something and these centers can help you their resources they're uh-huh. literally what they're here for so community community i was just about the community community there's a Dude, show called we're touching so many funny. bases like with all these questions like the questions are really geared toward you like not because we used to well our first our first guest episode we tried to ask questions like on each dimension which we kind of actually pulled that up and threw that out the window and we just ask more questions geared specifically towards you and it always mm-hmm. still branches out touching each, each dimension, dimension anyway yeah. like okay we've already mm-hmm. touched spirituality social emotional mental financial physical I'm like oh wow yeah, well, every mm-hmm. time because yeah. the conversation is fluid and i think yeah. you know a part of um, this like this podcast being a learning process for us is just learning how fluid that stuff is like just learning how you don't have to the plan doesn't have to be so rigid because before we tried to plan like every segment every i part, tried to everything. plan every, i was over 
Uh, she said we. I'm happy you said we. Yeah, we try. Yeah, I was. I, I was wanna, definitely. I don't want to put you out there in the streets. Yeah, I'm. I'm, himself, I'm so. over okay. planning. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, but there's balance because I don't plan like I should in any way, shape, or form. I kind of like wing through life by the seat of my pants, and <laughs> it, you know, different strokes for different folks. I feel like balance is important because. I envy people who have that level of control and people who have mm -hmm. that level of control envy my carefreeness. And it's like, I think if we more so helped each other balance that shit out instead of all this envy. Yeah, that's, you know, that's my, that's, that's almost my power search, but I'm not, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I was like, okay. ooh, ooh, that's good. Oh, man, I'll be sleeping ooh, early again. Whole lot of gang shit. Whole lot of gang shit. <laughs> 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 oh, man. We had two more questions, but we actually dove into both of them. It was talking about the other projects, the Navajo, as well as, um, I can't remember the other one. We talked about four. Color change. Color change, trans, um, Black Lives Matter, as well as the first one I said, which I forgot already. Man, my mind is just ADHD. Oh, you're okay. The ADHD is <laughs> kicking. It's like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> I blacklist to start oh. on Netflix, so I gotta watch that. All right, <gasps> these are things that really go through my mind, like while I'm trying to focus and think. It's I did ridiculous. not realize Blacklist was on season eight. Y'all oh, motherfuckers yeah. watch Blacklist? They had it had a break because. No. All right, we'll get into that later. Anyway, we are actually done with the question segment. So, would you like to be a part of our? What well, we have it? Our regular segments? Yeah, that's what it is. The regular segments. She wanna stay? She wanna stay, y'all. She wanna stay. She like us, she wanna stay. Okay. First one's up. That doesn't even make any sense. I think it, it does a little. I mean, it don't when I ask the question. Oh, so, right. it doesn't. make it make sense is where I talk about shit that don't make no motherfucking sense to me. And we gonna figure it out together. Huh? <laughs> Today. Oh, live sound effects I'm high. throwing it's you funny. off. Yeah. So um, usually we do the sound effects after. I'm doing live ass sound well, effects. He, huh? he um, I've been like, all right. So the argument I have been having on social media right now is actually in and around um, the LGBTQ community, and it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. Well, I think it's more letters now, but I'm just gonna stick with LGBTQ. Um the making your like um, what is it agenda the gay agenda okay that's what it is so i am seeing an influx of the black community i'm specifically speaking to black people right now saying shit along the lines of so the media is trying to poison your kids um like they want our kids to be gay and it's more so around superman's son being bisexual here's where y'all make my ass itch <laughs> He has been bisexual in the comments, I mean the comics, for quite some fucking time. Y'all <laughs> are making, and, and I think uh, being a dweeb, a dork, a nerd, or whatever, is making more of a societal integration into the black community, because we're not going to pretend like when we were kids that shit was deemed being a nerd, and then it wasn't cool, and we did pick on them, like, it, we just did, it is what it is. Um, if you weren't cute in a nerd, you did not get the same, like, you didn't get that energy, you know? So now it's cool. It's a fad. Everybody's doing it. And they are 
Like, y'all just be saying shit that don't make no fucking sense, bruh. Like, Superman's son was gay. He's been gay for a minute, for a few fucking years. And now they made that, like, as everything with anime and superheroes and all these shits do, it transitions from manga slash comic books to animation. It gets animated. And when it gets animated or, you know, brought to the big screen, it gets generated to more people. More people watch than read. That's common knowledge. So, like, do some fucking research research before you make these think posts on the internet that expose both your bigotry and your fucking ignorance that would be nice can y'all make that make mm-hmm. sense no oh so we're not talking about like anime specifically we're talking about people what are we talking about <laughs> we're talking about people believing that there's really such thing as a gay agenda got you Mm-hmm. gay people exist they have always existed they have existed since the dawn of time mm-hmm. that bible verse that y'all talk about where it's um thou shall not lay with man as they do with women that bible verse was thou shall not lay with boys as they do with women because pedophilia used to run rampant mm-hmm. in the ancient communities and like so it wasn't really like or even spartans spartans used to fuck each other yeah. spartan wives the, the true story used of, to yeah. shave their heads when they first got married so that it would be more na- it would it would be easier for their husbands to have sex with them did y'all know that oh, yeah. uh-uh that's how prevalent it was. Y'all love talking about uh, we are Sparta and kicking shit. Down. I knew they were like all like basically like our teacher told us like based and then he showed us and we read the story. They would really like have sexual relations with each other because in like the way they thought whenever you have sex with somebody, y'all have a bond together. Like mm-hmm. so if if we have sex together and then we go to war together, I'm more than likely to defend you and protect you as you are to me because we actually had intercourse. Mm-hmm. So that was the reason for all that. And I was like, that makes so much fucking sense why they were so tough and raw because they were so gentle and soft. Beautiful. All right, I love that. That's why y'all are so great. Um, but yeah. Like, so they like... But I didn't know the, that, the shaving head part. I was like, yeah. hmm? Even that definition is just like they just always been here. Like they, you don't always, have to rationalize always. homosexuality. You don't have to and rationalize a deviance from a heterosexual sexual orientation because there's nothing wrong with being heterosexual. Gay people aren't trying to erase heterosexuality. We're just trying to. They're not even we because I'm not really gay. We're just trying to say like I said it again. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm continue. Into it. Run it. That they exist like they're fucking here let me be here let me have representation let me just live my life and do what i want and not be in fear of persecution and not have not have basic rights so like marriage and stuff like that like why is it still an argument just let the motherfuckers get married (laughs) if they want to if they want to enter a union that literally ties their life to another legally and requires all this shit to divorce which is why i refuse to get married then let them the fuck like who like y'all act like like, no no offense to like actual marriage because like i love love but like the entity itself is not a prize you are signing mm-hmm. on to eternally commit to baggage. That is what you're doing. And I mean, we can think about it in terms of like the, the beauty aspect, but let's not forget the real nigga shit of it. Like marriage is hard. It's tough. So like if somebody wants to do that, why not let them? Yeah. What that got I to agree. do with you? It's like, I don't want them to have the joy, but they're going to have bad as well. But okay, all just, that shit. Don't forget them, about all that. Let, yeah, it's a lot. Just let them 
Y'all be how, real rose colored glasses when it comes to marriage. Come on now, I know. Y'all be telling me y'all business. It's wild. Like one thing I heard from someone said that was homophobic. She said that it was going to take away her, I guess, the quality of her marriage. I was like, what does that even mean? Like that has nothing to do with your marriage, you know? Like what? I don't know. What? Oh, I'm special because she, I made, she made it sound like yeah, somebody moved, like, like they part down the property value. The property value, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the exactly. value of her marriage. Oh my god! I think it's like going oh, to resell his husband. <laughs> Like, like that, it's, like you said, know. like you're That's special, like, like this, like yeah, exactly. Girl, might give a damn. How about it? Try not to ask special. I'm just let that one go. That sounds like the stupidest person ever. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, she was, he was the worst. Is her name Karen? All right, all right, I'm done. See, I did that. <laughs> Try not to say it. I was like, is it her name? That's all I'm making sense. <laughs> And I hope I touched your motherfucking nerve if yes. you disagree with me. I really do. I really hope I, I touched it. And feel free to say something about it. Feel free to hit the comments, hit my DM, hit hit something. Let's talk about it because I'm ready to cut your ass out. How about that? No, fuck you. I would do this. Fuck you. I would do this. Fuck you, Dolly, motherfucker. Shaking that bottle. Mm-hmm. Power surge of the week. Oh man, I get agenda. Make it make sense. Can't think. Can't make it make sense. <laughs> it really goes into the same thing. Like you, oh, you're judging people. Like, don't judge people. That's power surge. Mm-hmm. Don't judge people. And earlier we touched on, like, I've never heard it phrased the way Leah said it. She said, like, being othered, and I was like, oh, othered. I was othered and like it's it's crazy how like you grow up I grew up in Brooklyn so a lot of city kids and kids around each other and there's a lot of gangs and stuff so a lot of people are homophobic like this is this is just my example right now is like being othered like I'm not homosexual I have nothing against homosexual people I have several friends who are nothing against them either what it is is it's not like first you have to be like comfortable with yourself but it's like until you don't get it until it happens to you because when you move around a lot like i have it's hard to make friends or a lot of people just since you're the one that's not friends with everyone else it's easier to pick on you so you're other and it's like okay okay so i feel how gay people would feel so i'm like wait why do you not like you don't even give them a chance you don't know them. i'm like i'm sorry i'm like i have big brothers and stuff who low-key felt the same way like as my community did because you know it's a society mm-hmm. but you didn't grow up being picked on and bullied because you went to the same school i kept going to different schools and having different friends and getting picked on and making small friends and before I actually came into myself and realized I don't have to try to make friends I just have to yeah just let it come natural but I actually understand like there's a bible verse Luke 631 it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you Mm -hmm. the word others is in there so that they don't feel othered like like don't judge people you're judging them without even knowing who they are what they're about just because they like the color red and you like the color blue you hate them you don't want them to have rights does that make sense? 
Like, that doesn't make any sense. So just because you like women, you want him to like women? He doesn't. You want her to like men? She doesn't. It, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Hell yeah. If that's the case, then if you work, wherever you work at, only make friends of that nature. Only make friends who drive the car you drive. Like, if that's the case. <laughs> Another golf background. Hate cough. is exhausting. Like, I mean, yes. dealing with like your own shit. Like, but now you want to be in somebody else's business. You know what I mean? It just seems exhausting. Yeah, but you, people do it all the time. All the time. We talk about this all the time too. In terms of like we, we all got our own shit going on. You know, and I feel like if you spend too much time worrying about what the fuck others got going on, you're living in denial about your own shit. You're running yeah. from your own shit, you know, and I mention shadow work quite frequently, but a direct result of doing shadow work, which is being honest and holding yourself accountable with the darker parts of yourself or the less than ideal parts of yourself. That's what shadow work means. Um, if you're doing that, a direct result of it is worrying less about what the fuck other people got going on because that time that you previously would have been using to worry about to gossip and and and, you know judge others and do all this hating ass shit you put on yourself so it's like killing two birds on one stone almost fixing your own shit and you're worrying less about what the fuck other people got going on both of those are beneficial to you so like what trust said you know doing on to others or not helping people be other if you're worrying about your motherfucking self you ain't got time to worry about what others got going on exactly you don't have time to judge all come together absolutely (laughs) picking up what you're putting down yeah it's just it's just annoying like and i hate it when like it happens often people around me and i'm like you don't realize all right yeah it's all right cool like if you joke about it it's like different because also you have those people that can't understand like the certain jokes that you try to say and it's like i'm not like making fun of them whoever i'm like talking about there's a difference between 99.9 or 100 percent of the time i would say what i'm saying to them yeah and i would yeah, let I'll them know that. i am just like joking like, oh yeah like so yeah. i'm not being mean cracking being jokes dick, and like. stuff like that you know it's i feel like there's this there's this um i read this on the internet i don't know where from but it said don't mention something people can't control so like if I'm talking about you and I would like or make a joke about you, I wouldn't make a joke about a physical mm-hmm. feature or an unchangeable feature oh, yeah, of you. Yeah. I would make a joke about your clothes or, you know, your like just something about you that you could change in 15 seconds. That was I, that's the part. Don't yes. don't make don't make fun of something that can't be changed within 15 seconds or don't point out something like if I say, oh, you got something in your teeth. That's just helping you out. Yeah. But if I say, oh, you got a big ass nose, that's me and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't do nothing about my big ass nose. I can I do something can. about the the spinach in my teeth. I can get that out, you know? I know I got a big nose. I'm like, do I have something <laughs> in my teeth? Like, are you talking to me? No, I'm just saying. Like, that, but that is a good rule to have. Don't, like, don't tell people they're getting fat. Don't tell people Talk they're losing weight. Don't tell people they're, like, their eyes are fucking crisscrossed or weird or some shit. Like, I can't change not that. She's not talking about me. I'm not cock Shut up. I can't, I can't change that. If somebody got a receding fucking hairline, they bruh, see that. Bruh, stop talking about me. You don't have a receding hairline. Shit, why do you think I cut it so much? Oh. It'd be slipping stop. back. That thing like a like a Kobe fade. Isn't away. that what causes a receding hairline? Too much clippers? Oh no, it was happening before that. 
Thank you. I didn't cut my hand off. Like even in high school, I was I was I was that lame kid always being picked off. For real, it was cool. I was. And then it, it happened. You know, I changed you talk in about college. It's so weird. Moving a lot. I moved seventeen times before I graduated high school. I, I went to seventeen different schools before. Damn. I dang, 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 dang. I did not experience feeling othered until I moved to California, and that was the last. That moved. I moved. What school from number California. was that? California. That was seventeen. That was school seventeen. Mm-hmm. Damn. I moved from California I got that shit. to Lander. Two. Like I. Three. And and it's not. I'm not. I kind of wonder, you know, why necessarily, but like, but I get it. You know, when you're moving around a lot and you're experiencing people get bullied, like they really do. I've seen it happen to others, but not only do I have an adaptive, I really used to lie, bro. Like I used to make shit up for no reason. And you couldn't tell me like you wouldn't know because you didn't know me. Like I was all, this is the days before social media where you could just go look me up or know people I know or stuff like that, like a small world type shit. But I really did not have those same experiences in school. If anything, I've always been able to make friends super easily. And I think another thing about that too, for people who wear that as a badge of honor, if you can adapt super, 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 super easily, you are probably not being true to yourself. You probably don't know who you are. Because if you do know who you are and if you do stand true to your beliefs and yourself and whatever, you're going to bump heads with people. Yeah. It's natural because everybody doesn't think the same. So if you're constantly like in agreement with the people around you, you might be, you know, a little shady, a little shifty, might be a little <laughs> ain't firmly planted. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Y'all couldn't see my shoulder shake, but just know the shoulder shake was there. It's a lot. Yeah. It was there. I was, you know, side to side in that hoe. Shine's always shining in Cali. That's why it's a lot of shade. So it makes sense. Some really do always be shining in California, yeah. bro. Like, why have you so much shade? It's so disrespectful. People y'all. so shady. The temp, the the, the change in temperature in California, it starts out at 50 degrees in the morning, mm-hmm. and then by the time noon hits, it's 90. Oh shit. I used to be ready to choose violence on a daily basis. Yeah, we already know what the day is going to be like here in Florida in the morning. So yeah. if we wake up and it's... It's hot. It's hot. It's, no, it's but you really don't. You don't. It, cha- it, it changes. But it changes by 15 degrees. Precipitation. Yeah. It'll either rain yeah. or not rain. But the, it's going to be the, the same like the fucking temperature ridiculous. the whole day. What? You know anything else for your power storage, my G? Just don't judge people. Don't make other people feel other. Um, and it's sad that people have to experience it first before they can really understand it or have it be explained by someone they love and and a lot of the times even if someone they love explains it to them they still don't get it they still don't care so it's 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 a hard one but But leah you mentioned this earlier your mother taught you empathy from a young age i think the answer to that is empathy you know like in terms of having to experience it if you if you're never taught empathy, if empathy is never a part of your upbringing, how can you really expect somebody to be able to empathize? They've never had any practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were always allowed to be narrow-minded or be selfish or be a bully or be bullied and then turn around and bully others. You know, uh-huh. like if you like we it's not as and I only bring this up because I find a lot of times when people are trying to help we give suggestions like hey do this or do that or do that and then kind of 
don't take into account why people don't do it like we can we can say any day be better do better whatever but like you have to acknowledge why you're not there in a sense too so don't just don't forget that part don't forget nuts <laughs> y'all my favorite word shadow work <laughs> do some motherfucking shadow work <laughs> and figure out like like what what and don't make an ex don't use it as an excuse but reality is reality and i find a lot of times like we use the word excuses a little too liberally too like oh if, like you saying when we we're talking about motivation way 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 long ago if i like giving yourself grades not being hard on yourself but i don't want to do it and my my reasoning is i don't fucking feel like it that's not an excuse that's okay. my reason it's the reason yeah so like being able to truly differentiate between excuses and reason that's just powerful um believe you got anything to add to his power surge oh to the conversation and what helped like what helped y'all with your empathy like were y'all raised that way as well um to connect with others and how they feel and i don't think i was necessarily raised that way but um i i've been told all my life like you've been here before you have an old soul that type of thing my real reason <laughs> is I, I i don't know the reason but i think that is true i really do think my soul has been here before there is powerful niggardry at work here yeah. i like I, yeah. I really really do because there has been so many times where i have been able to empathize genuinely empathize with shit i've never experienced you know what i mean mm-hmm. with shit i've never been through with experiences i don't and i'm talking i give not even pinpoint advice but it's like something is talking through me and i have been doing this since i was a child so i don't have like you know from a very young age i was giving people full grown-ass people relationship advice and it was solid like like shit along the lines i remember telling my mom like i don't think a man should be treating you like that like if you feel this sad then you should like you should feel happy like love is supposed to make you feel happy i'm nine what the fuck am i talking about you know like and I'm verb like these are words I'm saying she will tell you this if you ask her to say so I think empathy has just something I've always been um I used to be a little too empathetic (laughs) I used to be a little a little too um so that the the term is empath that's what they'll call you they'll call you an empath and if you're if you're not a healthy empath if you're an empath looking for acceptance then you tolerate a lot of bullshit and you let people you you let people you let excuses run wild you become an enabler you become mm. a lot of things mm. you don't need to be so i can't say that i was raised to be empathetic by any means i don't think empathy was really ever taught to me but i think empathy uh, has always been a part of me from a very young age what about you uh, yeah, definitely awesome. definitely like earlier you said people watch before they read people people basically do as you do before they do as you say so like my mom always very empathetic with anybody and she would always tell me stories about like when my brother was born when I was born different random stories and I would always hear about different Jewish people Cuban people gay people all this and I was like okay so society is just ridiculous like they're telling me that fuck them fuck them fuck them and all they're doing is killing each other anyway well, I, they don't make any sense like so it literally was easier for me to just okay what's what's mom saying instead of being a rebel and going away from what she was saying because she was actually showing the empathy and i would see times she would show and be over empathetic 
Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Man, I said two words right. Yo, where's the counter, dog? I don't do that. But, and like people basically like would fuck her over in the end. And it's like, it's not fair. It's not life. And then people are like, oh, life's not fair. It's like, yeah, but that shouldn't be a fucking standard. Like we shouldn't Mm -hmm. just be okay with that continuously and just continue to run with life isn't fair. Like let's just make a change at some point. But yeah. Oh yeah. Empathy is, it's, it's different strokes for different folks, I think. You know, and if you like, if you weren't raised with empathy, it's never too late to learn. You know, it's never too late to try to at least be a little bit more empathetic. So if you're if you're listening to this episode and, you know, I did attack you. I know I talked a lot of shit earlier, but when it co- I feel very strongly about the homophobia part. But some of y'all were raised to be homophobic. You know, yeah. some of y'all homo- homo- homophobic wording was ingrained in you from the time you could speak. You heard people call us shit like faggot and pussy and, you know, like all these little things in a derogatory term all your life. Some like some in the closet homophobic people, because, <laughs> you know, I know okay. <laughs> you were picked on as a child for being gay. You were called a faggot by your mom. You were called it by your brothers, your uncle, whatever, for wanting to wear for wanting to wear heels or play with Barbies or not play sports or, you know, like, or being a girl who was a, more of a tomboy than not or not wanting to do, you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't fit gender normative, if you didn't conform to gender norm- normativity, then you were probably bullied in a black household. I see you. I recognize you. But that does not give you an excuse to keep doing this to others. You know? Be first step first, and this is my favorite word to come back to, shadow work. <laughs> if you do that goddamn shadow work and you learn to love and accept yourself for the whole you, the whole picture, you will be less of a douchey dickhead bitch. Okay? I love you. Anything else? No. no Alright. No. Hey, you don't even have a license, Lisa. I 100% do not have a license. I am nobody licensed therapist, even though I tell y'all quite frequently to seek the help of a licensed professional. I am still going to attempt to help y'all motherfuckers out. Community. Community. And unlicensed therapy. I want y'all to remember to create and enforce boundaries. Okay? That's it. I'm really leaving it at that. Would you like to say anything on that, Leah? On creating and enforcing boundaries? You say forcing. Oh, enforcing. Enforcing. Enforcing boundaries. Back the fuck up. Yeah, um... I'm a strong believer in therapy. I'm in therapy and it's helped me tremendously. Um, I've, uh, I guess going back to what um, Ashley said about being uh, empathetic to a point where it does not benefit you. That used to be me. Um, and it made me sad. I wasn't happy because I was just letting people get away with a lot of things. But I, I encourage people as well. Um, therapy is amazing. I mean, you can find the right therapist and help you through. I mean, your life just starts to shine a little bit. Uh, well, a lot um, more, and you can see you can see things you didn't see before, and grow and cut people out of your life, and you know it's all a process. I I, I agree because a lot of people try to basically walk in the sunshine. They try to stay on the street. They try to stay on the curb. You know, stay out of trouble and all that. But they keep walking past these dark alleys in their life that they refuse to walk down they don't want to go down them because they don't want to have to face the dark truth of, of themselves and a therapist can help that and uh-huh. that that's amazing and a lot of a lot when i say a lot of people the percentage is damn their hand sanitizer that can't like 
they can't go down these dark alleys because they need help. They need the extra helping hand, that therapist, um, psychologist, whatever you may need. Guidance counselor. It starts. We have guidance counselors like in, in schools, like they, they're very helpful. That's the first step. If you had a guidance counselor and you were recommended for it they're often, suppo- their role like, is supposed to be helpful. Exactly. Like, so <laughs> she, she mentioned this earlier. I do. I do want to make this point before I forget it. Cause you don't oh, like to forget shit. Yeah, I like it. Um, finding the right therapist. Yes. So in, in aspects of like school, going to your guidance counselors or Lander had free therapy. So there was counselors, but you, you had options. Really? Find who is right for you because these are still human beings with their own opinions, their own phobias, their own biases, their own whatever. So not every therapist and not every form of therapy, not every brand of therapy is right for you. So like... You know, if you you are in some ways limited to your insurance provider on who you can see, but you are not limited to just who they initially suggest for you because you're like insurance companies are suggesting things based off a criteria that has nothing to do with your wellness. Please understand. So when you go to somebody and you a doctor, a therapist, a goddamn dentist, I don't care who it is and you don't like it, get a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Absolutely. so like your therapist, like she said, it's a, it's, I don't know if she said it, but it is a relationship. Um, you're building a bond with this person in a sense of you have to feel comfortable with them, mm-hmm. you have to trust them, you have to want to tell them the truth, and you have to trust that their advice is going to lead you in the better direction. And another thing about therapy is it gets harder before it gets worse before it gets better in terms of your emotions. Mm-hmm. When you first start, you're going to feel terrible, you're yeah. not going to want to keep going, you are confronting demons, and that shit is hard, y'all. There's a reason why I was bring it up again, but oh. so prevalent why shadow work has shadow. A, a term that is more dark it, it get dark in this motherfucker like confronting your demons gets dark you gotta go down that alley but you gotta go down that dark alley so you know so I, you can make I, and i'm going i'm gonna say this on record on camera whatever recording whatever um for accountability purposes i want when this episode premieres in the show notes i'm going to put a shit ton of resources of places you can go for therapy because in 2021 y'all you can text a motherfucking therapist we got telehealth there are so many different um just resources because therapy is expensive and i but they are trying really hard to make it more affordable outside of the insurance network so actual therapists licensed therapists can choose what they want to do with their with their degree so if if you are a there like start your own practices and don't charge people 190 dollars for an hour session you know what i mean yeah. like it's not necessary you can do 45 60 an hour and if you can spend i'm gonna say it again 60 dollars on a motherfucking quarter you can spend 60 dollars at least once a month on a one hour therapy session because anything is better than nothing you don't have to go weekly you can do it quarterly once a year actually don't do it if you only go do it once a year but even if you just yeah actually (laughs) it's a waste of time (laughs) even if you just go once like y'all take the step go to fucking therapy because my my make it makes i mean my unlicensed therapy was create and enforce boundaries um Mm -hmm. it's harder to do if you don't know what your boundaries are so if you can't figure it out on your own then go see a therapist i'm really not going to elaborate too much on creating enforced boundaries because it's it's not it's self-explanatory yeah but the road to get there is different for everybody 
So that is where I encourage you to figure out your own treatment plan. Okay. All right. All right. So we can go to our dimensional tip segment. All right. Stole my motherfucking die. Right, so you want to roll that you one? See that die All right. So she, I didn't. I'm giving it's one right for her. There. This is one for her. Oh. All right. So this segment, we roll a die, whatever number it lands on, it matches up with the dimension, and then that's the tip we give until we get the die that you send, so we can see the dimension instead of a number. I love that for us. Oh, okay, I cry. This is hers. Ah, so she can prepare. Yours is on mental, so you have to give a mental tip, Leah. She's like, wait, what? You can think about it. You're not first. Yeah, we'll let you go. We'll let you go whenever you're ready. Mine is a, oh my gosh, a mental tip. And yours, don't tell me. It's a fucking mental tip. Oh, really? Yo. And we were talking about <laughs> therapy, creating boundaries, don't judge others. That's really social that's really and mental. Oh, that's a lot of mental going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a lot of mental going on. And we have an artist with us. So, um. I guess Spirit said y'all need to hear some fucking mental. So, y'all, y'all mentals in shambles. Mercury <laughs> is coming through retrograde, y'all. Isn't that Communication is in shambles. Mercury is in thermometers, right? Uh, old school thermometers? Old school thermometers, yeah. yeah. Uh, it used to be in paper, too. You get mercury poisoning if you like Holy it. Holy paper. But, um. Ishness. The, what is ishness? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I always end up going first because I think about mental tips a lot quicker. So, oh, um, oh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. It's like simple. I mean, oh, yeah, people don't really awesome. see. I like, all right, read more. Like, really read more. I've been, I've been reading more. So I have these two books. I've, I bought probably in June. Where are we in October? Yeah, and I just. I'm in chapter one of one, and I haven't started the other one. And I've been reading, and I'm in chapter four of one, and chapter six in another. And another book I start, I reread, but it was audiobook, so I didn't reread it. But I actually read it while I listened this time, my first time, and it's my ninth time listening. It's Man on Fire, but yeah, it's and I'm like re- reading just really will help open your mind more and people focus on oh i'm not worried about my vocabulary being widened like that's not the only thing reading does for you it does a lot stimulate your mind like you get more creativity imagination like imagination i swear is like so important like that's why children are so amazing they have great imagination so they can generate great thoughts and until it's stifled which society does that but if you can keep your imagination open, that generates more creativity. And then you have artists like Leah who can create amazing pens and earrings. So what's my mental tip? Yeah, read more. Like reading can really help stimulate that. So and that's just one reason of re- reading other than vocabulary. So that's why I'm reading more so I can stop when I talk. So, yeah. This isn't um, my tip yet. I'm just responding to you. Um, I actually read a whole lot less now. And I love your I tip. took all your juice. You took all my juice. Took that juice. Because, listen, <laughs> I have a literal mini library in my home full of books that I've read my entire life. Reading was my safe space. As I mentioned earlier that I, I traveled a lot and I moved a lot. And so having a book on me was like my comfort zone. Harry Potter. I have four Harry Potter tattoos and I deep, 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 deep love for the series because the imagination, the creativity, it just felt like home. I created a home in Hogwarts and God damn it, I was a Ravenclaw. You couldn't tell me shit. You are. So I, I, I read less now because, um, 
of like mental illness <laughs> so it's like it's outside of okay you know what you got going on but yes please y'all listen to that tip and read more find something that helps you there's so many different genres and types of books out there comic books, comic books news are articles. a form of reading news <laughs> articles, articles but please read more than the headline put the caption on so put the caption <laughs> like on. these are all Yo, things that are outside of what reading a book is if like, you have children five options do me a favor and turn your fucking captions on for real do not let them watch tv without having captions on y'all the studies for children who read who have been watching tv since they were old enough to to do it mm -hmm. and can read when those captions are on are monumental if you want your child to be bilingual and you are not bilingual then play shows wow. in another yeah, show really and put the help. captions on like another language they hear the language but once they can read they're reading in english that's how i was able to get a's in spanish in college straight up one and two oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a complete actually i'm gonna go ahead and make that my motherfucking mental good. tip like <laughs> Put the captions on. Put the captions on. <laughs> put the captions on. You put captions on them on them Instagram photos. Put the captions on your goddamn shows. Read, bitches. Sick of y'all. Love you. <laughs> so sick of y'all. That's not tip. my real mental tip though. My oh mental no, tip. Oh, oh, man, I'm moving on. All right, All right shit. Mic drop. <laughs> mm. Um, my mental tip kind of. I decided that I am going to go ahead and give you a tip to create and enforcing boundaries, which is stand on what you say. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Do me a favor and stop saying things out of a heightened state of emotion that you're not going to be able to stand on. Oh, not me. Yeah. yeah. So shut the fuck up when you're angry. Not eat. Just shut up. Don't say no more words. Stop talking. I go to sleep. Go to sleep. Read a book. For real. Lay down. Put some music on. Watch TV. Put the goddamn sub captions on. Do whatever you want to do, but stop on. saying words when you are angry because there is nothing that you are going to say in that moment when you are in a heightened state of emotion. Not pissed off, not bitter, not resent, just Smart. angry. Heightened state of emotion. Don't talk. When has that ever worked out for you? When has the end result of speaking when you're in a heightened state of emotion ever been positive? Think about that. And then shut the fuck up. Thanks. Leah, what's yours? Um, I want to say, I guess, um, give yourself some grace. Um, have a journal. Um, take some time to realize, like, what's helped me is um, I, I'm an overthinker. Um, sit down have a journal it doesn't have to be anything but i mean you know it doesn't have to be anything expensive just you know even if it's just a piece of paper write down how you're feeling and um then try to let it go i mean you can go back and read it but um you can't beat yourself up you can't go back in the past the only thing you do is just try to be better the next day so if you're having a really bad day write it down and try to let it go i mean um yeah i think that's pretty much yeah, i mean Oh. Yeah. Grace. Definitely thumbs up there. Journal we talk hug. about journaling quite often. So journaling's very if you are a person who has a fear of journaling because you don't want somebody else to find it, like you're not in a safe space, people are going through your shit or whatever, then her tip of letting it go, this is more of a spiritual tip. It's a 
hoodoo spirituality tip, which is what I practice. If you don't know what hoodoo is, it's African-American spirituality. Um, burn it. Write it down and then burn it. So, like you said, on a loose leaf piece of paper, if you don't want to write a journal, write down how you're feeling that day and then burn it. That helps you literally spiritually let go of things. Words or spells, when you're writing things down, you are manifesting it, you are putting it into the universe. So, write on a piece of paper and burn it if you don't, if, 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 A, if a fear of yours is something being found and used against you, or B, if you're just not the type of person who just wants that to be there, or C, if you're working on letting things go like you need you have some shit sitting in your spirit you want to let go write it down and burn it that's just to add on to her tip of journaling mm. that's great it's just, that was a great episode hey. i'm like i'm like was we're still here i mean we ain't got nothing <laughs> well you right all the segments are over we do have something else the episode is not over leo would you like to mention your tags and where people can find you find your and find your etsy shops see i'm still reading Oh, sure. Um, so I'm mainly, I do have a Facebook um, shop, but I don't really use it often. So I'm mainly on Instagram at Art by Leah Parks. Um, I keep it updated pretty often, updates on what I'm working on. Um, if you check out my stories, I do ask uh, my followers what I should paint next. So if you want to, um, I would love your feedback if you want to share some things that you'd like me to put on my page. Um, my Etsy account is Art by Leah Parks as well. Um, I make custom earrings and pins. I also just have some funky earrings and pins on there too. Um, Halloween based things right now because I love Halloween. So, um, you know, if you want to check me out or follow me, I'd love to see you. And, you know, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you all so much for having me. Yay. I got a quick question. What are you going to be for Halloween? Oh my gosh. I don't even know yet, honestly. Um, My niece. We got less than two weeks. (laughs) I know. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm going home next week. <laughs> okay. To hang out. So I so I'm going home next week to visit my family. My niece, she's the one who's been making us um our costume. Well not making them, but she's telling us what she's gonna be in. She's gonna be Tinkerbell, her dad's gonna be Peter Pan, and I have to figure out what I'm gonna DIY for her. And I cannot remember mm-hmm. um, what she wants me to be, but I'm gonna be whatever <laughs> she asks me to be. I'm just gonna DIY it when I go home because Aww. Halloween is really centered about around her now, now that I, you know, have a baby around mm-hmm. it. Um can actually enjoy it. You know, Halloween's so special for kids. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Big time. A personal costume, no, but whatever my niece says, I'm just gonna do a craft. Probably a DIY. <laughs> I'm a, like a cosplayer, so like you know how you like Halloween for the spooky part. So it's crazy uh-huh. that spooky season is also my um, favorite holiday because I I do not like the spooky part. Like I like spooky, but I don't like horror. I like the 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 part you said about how it's for like it's such a special time for kids. Like I like dressing up. I like candy. I like you know just the the community you get with Halloween. The parties. Like it's so fun. Halloween is just such a fun season. Everybody's dressing up and they're decorating and the winter change. I mean the the weather it changes. Ho- it starts holiday season. It starts. Ho- it kicks off holiday it's ho- season. It's Halloween, the best Thanksgiving, way. Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's, our take a break. For real. And for even in my industry, Halloween is the last dead fucking um holiday I experience until next year. So I love that for me. Yeah. Oh. Money, 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 money. Hey, taxi. Where are y'all gonna be? Oh, I'm sorry. Are oh, you good? Go ahead. Yeah, I have costumes set aside. I was supposed to be Shigo 
and then I waited a really long time and life happened and now I don't think I can get Shigo in time for Halloween unless I go to a store and find a costume and I haven't found one yet so I think I'm gonna be Raven from Teen Titans oh I like Ooh. that I like that I wanna see that oh, that's, what I, that's what I'm going with but again the costume is the problem because I now that I like to cosplay more I'm more picky about what my costume looks like like mm. so yeah, I did a Linda Belcher cosplay once. It was fun for me. If you ever watch Bob's Burgers, yeah, I, I, I haven't. Um, to be show. Honest, <laughs> what are you gonna be? I haven't dressed up for Halloween since I was a. Well, actually, no, I did do it in college. But last time I did it, who was, was I? Tyrone Beckham. Y'all tell anybody I kill you? No, yeah, I was Tyrone Biggums and Ashley Larry all in one day. That's funny. Once for class, <laughs> for class, I was Tyrone Biggums, so I was a crackhead. Did you have the powder on your lips? What? Yeah, Absolutely. had baby I had powder in, in, in my jacket coat, so, <laughs> so I could always refresh it. Never lack it, always never lack it, always pack it. Love that. Um, and then that <laughs> night we had the people was like, "Hey, we're going to the club," and it was a Halloween theme, and I was like, "Damn, like shit, where are we going? The hut." Everybody knows the hut is oh, I know. <laughs> hot, so I was like, "All right, so I got, I can't get, I, can't, I ain't Tyrone Biggums, that's for yeah, damn sure, not with that, that jacket. jacket and that hat." <laughs> Like, he got on clothes. He got on jeans and shorts. Like, I was like, nope. So I was like, Dave Chappelle, Ashley Larry. All he's wearing is some black track shorts, which I had, some um, flip-flops, which I had, and a tank top. Duh, everybody got that. Boom. Ashley Larry. Went straight into the club like that with, once again, baby powder <laughs> everywhere. Ashley as hell. I was like, what's up, y'all? Niggas was dying. I was warm. I mean, because, you know, it's hot. You're not really cool. You just, you know. Warm. I'm actually room temperature. Y'all fucking burning up. But... <laughs> But I was thinking about either I was thinking about doing that this year, and it's either Nightwing from Batman. Well, a lot of people. We're doing know. a Halloween party at my job. On either that or Carnage from Spider-Man, because his movie is coming out, and I've been a Carnage fan since I've been a Spider-Man fan. Like when I found out about Venom, I said, "Oh, he's dope." Then I found out about Carnage, I said, "Fuck Venom, he's red, he's doper." Like, and he was like, "Great, like he's insane." Like, he's truly crazy. Truly, and I was like, "Oh, oh, I love him, I love him." Are you gonna come to the Halloween party? When is it? Where October thirtieth. October thirtieth. Sheesh, sheesh. Not sure. I might have to go. To Orlando. You're off Saturday. What's I might have Orlando? to go to Orlando. My sister. That's fair. Coming from Vegas, would you want me to say no? That's fair. I'll let you have that. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again, Leah. Thank y'all so much. Y'all are wonderful. I appreciate it. Yay. Thank you for staying for the segments, too. <laughs> she lies so well. Oh, wonderful. No oh, man. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Thanks for listening, y'all boys. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful, beautiful, prosperous day. Bye. Have All a beautiful right. time. Chicken Gang shit. What do you mean by that? Thank you for listening to The Trusted Source. If you've made it this far, I'm going to go ahead and assume you liked it. Yep, assuming. Anyway, share an episode, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a review, and the like. We appreciate it, and then go ahead and tag your mama and them, your bitch-ass baby daddy and them, your cousins and them, everybody. Tag them, like it, share it, support. Appreciate it. And remember to be yourselves. Learn, grow, and thrive. If people don't like you, if you're being yourself, fuck them! <laughs>